This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to Sign Up Podcast, the podcast over anything with violent. I'm your host, Josiane, and today we're doing TJ Hates Quitters. I'm so excited to talk about the first two episodes. There are a lot of thoughts, a lot of comments done on social media. I know I did my part, but we're here to discuss it, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie. How are you feeling, Katie? I'm so good. Happy to be here on a Monday talking the challenge. We have two episodes to cover. It took me a minute to get through episode one, but episode two gave me some energy. So I feel good. I'm ready to talk about it. And we are joined by a guest. He is no stranger to the silent podcast <laughs> platform. Okay, y'all. Uh, host of Love is Blind or Love is Blurry. Pardon me. We have Javier. Javier, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I am so excited to be here to talk the challenge. I love the challenge. Um, similar to Katie, the first episode gave me a little, I was a little scared. Like I even tweeted like two episodes a week. If it's going to be like this, I, I don't know. But episode two was really good. So I'm very excited to get into that. Yeah. So strangely enough, we had a two-part premiere for the challenge. I don't feel like 
that's been really done before. I don't even think they did that for season one, but I could be wrong. I don't um, think that they did. I don't remember them doing yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we could talk about it right now. Honestly, I feel like I like the classic challenge format. You know, you come in from an elimination. We have the kiki ki blah, blah, blah. If confrontation happens. Then we have the daily challenge. And then we have the bar slash the vote situation, depending on how they want to sequence it. And then we get the elimination. We know who goes home. And it goes over and over and over again. Based off your comments, I'm assuming y'all are not a fan of the two-parter, right? Mm-mm. No, not a fan at all. <laughs> I If you've listened to me cover this show or other shows, including Real Housewives, sometimes they do this. Anything that leaves on like a to-be-continued or a cliffhanger, like that doesn't give me the satisfaction I need at the end of a TV show. If I have to wait to find out the conclusion until next week, especially when there's a formula, like The Bachelor used to do this all the time where they didn't end on a rose ceremony. And it's just it's just a mess and it makes me lose all interest. So I'm happy we ended on an elimination yesterday. I hope that we keep that momentum moving forward. Yeah, similarly, um, I hate, for me, it's just like competition shows. Like if it's a like a regular TV show, like it can end however, I, I'll deal with the cliff- cliffhanger. But for like a competition show, I can't deal with it. Like when, or like when Big Brother ends with the HOH just getting started, like, come on, Ugh. just tell me, just yes. finish it for me. So that's, but, but, but they made up for it with episode two, so it's okay. Yeah, so let's talk about episode one quickly to kind of get her out of the way and we can get into like <laughs> the deep stuff. I mean, there was some tea here. But um, we see the challengers or the CBS challengers, challengers who started from uh, Survivor Big Brother or Amazing Race, come on this boat and they start talking about who they are and what they're known for. Um, Some notable characters, obviously, is Josh. Josh is weirdly in this position where he's technically CBS first. And so Josh gets to be a part of the whole boat entrance, blah, 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 with people. And he kind of has these like uh, links to people, notably Polly, who, you know, talks about how him and Josh got into it. And I know we talked about it briefly in the the cast like breakdown, but I kind of forgot like what really happened. Was that flashback? Like, did that reminisce anything for y'all? Yeah, I mean, I think it did. I I have, I, we talked about it again in the class breakdown, but like, I'm excited to see the menace Polly back on my screen. And Josie, you and I both said we were rooting for Josh this season. So I was excited <laughs> to even just get the flashback of them going at it with each other. They had some pretty ridiculous reunion moments too that I wish we kind of got to see. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of just brought me back to the good old days of the challenge where it wasn't just like sports. It was like drama and like some sports. <laughs> what about you, Javier? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like the 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 like the that they cut back to that because you know, not gonna lie, I was low key forgetting Polly seasons because it's you know the challenge has so many seasons. So I know. yeah, it's yeah. it's it hasn't been that. When I looked at the how long ago his seasons were, it hasn't been that many years. But there's been so many seasons between then and that. Like I forget the drama, especially with Josh. My man Josh is in drama every season with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but no, I I, I I actually do think. I guess we'll, we'll talk more about like Josh, but I do think Josh is actually in a good place this challenge, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so we, we get flashback to specific players. Um, one person I want to kind of call out was Amira. Amira stated that she was known for being direct. And what was the other word she used? I'm blanket. It was insane to me. Something about being direct and like being like like cutthroat or whatever. I don't remember. I uh, like Ma'am, Since when? Why are you lying? <laughs> like, Since when? Did we watch the same season? Did yeah. we witness the same thing? 
Like, what's going on? (laughs) And I think this is so funny because, like, the what she's claiming to be or what we saw apparently in Big Brother is not up to par to what we saw in this episode. Um, and so I was just, I just thought that whole situation was funny, but you know, to each their own. So we finally get them, uh, you know, standing in front of TJ and TJ announces that, uh, it'll be teams. They'll be divided into three teams. He will, um, pick the captains by this random ball hooper. Interesting choice. Um, and then we see him pick the three captains, which were Josh, Cassidy and Desi. How did we feel about each captain? I thought they were pretty interesting. I thought it kind of covered a lot of bases. We got like a true rookie in Cassidy. We got, I guess they're calling them rookies, even if they were on the CBS challenge last season, which we'll talk a little bit more about in episode two, probably. But Desi, I think, you know, she was on last season, so she has some experience, but she doesn't really have any experience with the MTV folks. And Josh is well, I, I can't believe I'm calling Josh Martinez well-rounded, but he's well-rounded in the sense that he <laughs> he's well-versed in the MTV world and he's well-versed in the CBS world. So I thought they were pretty three pretty decent uh captains yeah no i i really like um so i I didn't watch cassidy season of survivor so i didn't really have any opinion of her but the only thing for me is that i kind of wish the three captains were from different shows i mean there was no Mm. way for them to do that but since you have so many big brother people so many survivor people and you have the challenge people as well i wish that the three captains were from each from a different show so i think that's probably the only thing that i wish i could have changed but i i don't know i josh on the challenge is just such a mess and like I know a lot of people drag Josh, but I feel like Josh is just entertaining to me. So I'm glad that he got to be captain because I knew he was going to pick like an interesting team because it's just Josh. He's always going to give me something interesting when he's on TV. Yeah. So honestly, I, I kind of had the same thought as you about like, oh, I wish there were three different shows. But like with the odds, it, we would have all thought it was rigged if like an amazing race person got picked yes. for a captain. Um, I thought it was interesting that it was two Survivor and not two Big Brother. And I thought that that would maybe set a specific tone as to what would happen amongst the teams and who would try to collaborate. Uh, But then again, you know, how they picked the teams was very shocking to me. Um, So with the team breakdown, I'll just do team by team. For Red, we have Michelle, uh, John A., Josh, Polly, Chanel, Bananas, Dusty, and Tiffany. For Blue Team, we had Corey, Cassidy, Tori, Chris, uh, Faisal, Fe- Faisal, sorry, Sebastian, and both Alyssa's, Alyssa L and Alyssa S, I believe are the last names. Mm-hmm. And in green, we have Michaela, Desi, Wes, Monty, Amira, Louise, Amanda, and Tyler. So the role was they were supposed to have two vets, which wasn't said before, but right. I guess like maybe logically that kind of just makes sense. Um, and so we see the vets, uh, the combination of vets being uh, bananas and uh, Tori. Oh my right? Tor- yes. No, not even oh, John no. A. John, John A. A. Mm-hmm. And then for the blue team, we see Tori and Corey. And then uh, for the green team, we see Wes and Amanda. Are you guys shocked that Josh did not pick Tori? That was a discussion a lot of people were talking about because of how close they were uh, in previous challenge seasons. I actually think I think that was actually very smart of them to not be on the same team. And I think knowing Josh, I think Josh did that deliberately. You know, he wanted to keep like a friend on another team. So mm-hmm. I think that was a good decision not to bring Tori onto your team. Um, for me, what really shocked me with the drafting was just like how late Bananas was picked personally. Yeah. But, 
that was like the most shocking part of the draft for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it was actually a pretty strategically sound move from Josh to do that. And it, that to me brought out like a little bit of the big brother in Josh um, where, you know, I think, you know, we see it a little bit in the following episode too, but I think we see a little bit more or different strategy from some of these players than we do typically with the challenge where I think some of the folks that are on the show from the challenge this season are pretty strategic. I mean, specifically bananas and Wes um, and Tori, I guess, but uh, I, I just like the different types of strategy that these players bring into the show. So shout out to Josh. Good job on that. Yeah. I, I uh, honestly, I was surprised to get pick Tori, but it makes sense. Like in retrospect, it makes sense. Um, and so, you know, shout out to Josh. I think that was a smart move. I think a lot of people were like, Oh, he's picking Johnny cause she's the best. Not to, you know, throw shade at my girl Donna because she is one of the best. But I think a lot of people thought, oh, he he just picked her to, like, pick one of the best. When in reality, I think he tried to cover his bases. And that's why I think we see him pick Polly. Uh, immediately after we get that flashback, he picks mm-hmm. an enemy. You know, keep your enemies close. Yep. Do you think that was a good move long term? Or do you think... Josh was just thinking short term here with Polly specifically. I think I think it was a good idea. I think this could help them mend fences. It can force them to work together and build on their relationship. We even saw them be like a little more playful than maybe I expected them to be given how we know that they left off. So I think it's going to end up being a good decision for Josh overall. And I will say to John A, to the point of John A and Tori, John A won two seasons. Tori only has won one season. So who's the better female vet? I don't know. I'm I'm putting all my eggs in the John A basket personally, but you guys know I'm not a Tori fan. So yeah. we'll just leave that there. <laughs> um, I also think that Josh, again, I think that Josh picked Polly strategically because if if Polly's on another team and if they start beefing again, Polly's going to target him right away. But if Polly's on your team, he can't target you until right. the teams end. I'm sure they're going to end eventually. But, you know, that gives you a lot of weeks of safety. And like Katie said, you can mend some fences and then, you know, you can work together moving forward. So, again, I think that was actually a really good decision by Josh. I feel like I, I'm already sounding like a Josh bad boy, guys. I swear I'm not, but I just think he's doing a good job this season so far. I feel <laughs> like we are a Josh Stan podcast based on the way that we hyped him up in the cast breakdown and the way that we're talking about him today. So, Josh, come on. We'll talk to you. I mean, let us interview you. We love you. Let's let's hope it stays that way. Because it can yes, let's hope. <laughs> let us hope. Um, yeah, I just feel like the, the red team is a point, a focal point of discussion because it's so interesting the dynamics. Not not to like shit on the other teams, but blue, for example, there's no beef really. I mean, like, there's not much going on. Majority are rookies except for uh Fessel and Tori. The mm-hmm. rest of them are not familiar with their show. They don't really have interconnections as much. And it's kind of the same thing with uh, the green team. I mean, we have the Amira and Monty connection being on the same season, but there isn't much to go off of. So to the point that was discussed in the show was like, you know, red team is a stacked team, but there's mm-hmm. so many personalities and connections in it past that, it could be the downfall, especially in a challenge that requires uh, communications. Uh, I know we talked about it kind of on Twitter, but I said I'm rooting for every team except for the blue team. That's I right. Stand by that. Same. Uh, Javier, do you feel that way? Because that's how me and Katie have felt. Yeah, 100%. There's 
no one on the blue team who I really care for. They can literally all go home. Mm-hmm. So no, I agree. I think the blue team is actually the, the team that like I don't have any like eggs in that basket. Like they can go home one after mm-hmm. the other. I'm chilling. Same. Yes. <laughs> it's just. It's just. Sorry, blue team. No shade. I I put this blue light for you guys. I promise. <laughs> uh, to be nice, to give my solidarity uh, the most I could, which was just the light. Um, but we start with our first challenge, the Storm Castle, or Storm the Castle, sorry. And so we see these teams have to navigate and take these huge statues of the vets. Goodness gracious, the ego, the ego. This was giving Big Brother energy to me. This is totally something Big Brother would do. (laughs) I'm actually shocked that we haven't seen them do it already. Uh, Yeah, this was a lot. Yeah, I envision them carrying like a Rachel Riley statue. Yes, yes. So real. Maybe it's because we're we're on the CBS territory, so it's giving Mm -hmm. camp. (laughs) I know, we do have a little camp here. (laughs) So we see be carrying the two vet statues of their team. And so we see them run and memorize these puzzles or these shapes, I will say, symbols, and have to memorize them and turn them to have the right code to unlock. And then we see them progress with that. Um, And so while we see this, we kind of see this weird change in dynamics of, like, who's leading. And honestly, like, I thought Red Team was going to take it until that situation where no one's carrying the cart. Tiffany's about to stop it, but it looks like she's about to get run over um which was a little insane which kind of touches on the lack of communication part Mm -hmm. uh we kind of see the green team take a strategy of having amira and amanda memorize which was strange because at one point in the edit it just seems like it was all on amanda yes uh, and that amira had no like point in memorizing which was kind of strange Mm -hmm. because that's what initially happened she was running she wasn't even pushing the cart mind you like Amanda was pushing the cart Amira was not she was running ahead she was directing people and that was it Mm -hmm. um and then we kind of saw um so that so then we see the blue team as well kind of find that middle ground which is why I think we see them win where they're constantly communicating making sure that they memorize the puzzles and they may not be the fastest but they're collaborating the best out of all the teams Mm -hmm. and so that's why I think we see you know, blue team take the victory. How did you feel about this challenge? Uh, did you like any approach better than another? Is there anyone to blame for the loss uh, for either red or green team? Tell me your thoughts. I think, no, I think, you, I think you hit most of the points for the, like, I was actually very happy to see like Amanda doing well. I feel like when I think of like Amanda in the challenge, I just think of her like, and I like Amanda for one reason, it's because she brings drama into the challenge. Like she's always ready to fight. <laughs> and I love that. But I love to see her like, you know, like take a more like take these challenges seriously and like really and like really show that like she can do well in these challenges as well. Um, and I think we saw a little bit, we'll get to episode two. We saw a little bit of that in episode two as well. So I think that was the my like the happiest thing for me to see, to see like Amanda thrive and like do well in this challenge. Um, that's pretty much all I really have to say about it. Yeah, this challenge didn't really do much for me. I mean, it was fine i guess it just was like a very typical challenge i felt like when the statues were falling out of their carts they did look like gigantic like phallic 
dick statues falling down. I don't know if either one of you thought that, but I was like, what are these like gigantic dick statues falling down on the ground? That was like really my biggest takeaway from it all. Um, I don't know. The red team was definitely giving me a lot of mess with like just letting the cart run away. I don't know. These challenges aren't always my favorite. I don't, I don't always love like memorize these. I really like to be able to see, I like to be able to track it on my own and see like who's doing well and who's not doing well. And this one, I just felt like it was just kind of like we were just watching a mess take place, but good for mm. them. Well, with that, uh, blue team went and we find out that they are ultimately safe. And just because you come in last place doesn't mean that you're automatically the team in trouble, which kind of gagged me. I thought, you know what, you know, they were the last team. So good luck to, to green. Um, but it turns out you, if you want to be safe, you need to be the sole team to win. Um, and so blue has all the power and, uh, TJ announces that they have to nominate one man and one woman to go up for potential elimination or whatever the challenge. So <laughs> we see Josh talk to the blue team, uh, specifically more the vets, but there are some rookies for lack of a better word in the room and josh kind of uses his connections to try to protect the uh the red team so not only himself but his team in its entirety and says you know if you have our back we'll have yours and it kind of creates this division that it's like the green team versus the blue and red team uh how did you feel about this interaction oh uh, with this agreement listen our guy josh always thinking he is thinking three steps ahead again here. And I mean, I like it. I'm not rooting for the blue team by any means, but like for Josh to come up with this thought and just have each team have each other's backs, like I think it's a good strategy. If they can stick to it, I think it's a good strategy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, again, this is like Josh's like big brother mind coming into the game. Mm -hmm. I think it was a really smart um, play on his part. Um, it sucks that it wasn't with the green team, but, um, you know, but, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Blue Team go into deliberation. And this is where things get interesting, in my opinion. Because I feel like this is really where the meat of the game is. Like, this yeah. is where we nominate people and the strategy comes overlap. Like, yeah, the challenge is about the competitions. But this is my favorite part of the show. And it's having these deliberations and picking amongst people who are in one team but are playing an individual game mm -hmm. to see who they'll nominate to further their game. So immediately it seems like the vets take over in the conversation, mm -hmm. the vets being Tori and Corey. And so, you know, they kind of set the scene that, you know what, we should go for green. Um, and so obviously as they are vets, they're not going to put vets in danger. So they pick uh, Amira and uh, Louise as the potential nominations in the discussion. We see Alyssa not really be down for it um, because obviously Amira is apparently her bestie, which was like news that to me. That was news but... to me too. Okay, I guess. Um, and so she kind of doesn't want Amira to go in, um, but we don't really see her step up to the plate and like argue it. And Cassidy really backs this idea. She's like, you know what? This is a smart move. Let's go for those two. I guess because they're not survivor players. I really don't know what her mentality is. I wish we would have gotten a confessional mm -hmm. explaining why she was down with the plan. Um, but then we see a vote occur. How did you feel about this entire interaction? This 
entire interaction displays exactly why I don't like Tori and I don't like the way that she plays these games. I find this gameplay so boring. And this is why I feel like we have just a casting issue with the challenge across the board when we bring it. And this show is supposed to be a little different, right? We talked about it last week when we broke down the cast. We didn't really want these six, I think, uh, challengers to come in because we wanted to see other people get a chance to play the game. We didn't want to see these people steamroll. And this is just like Tori's bread and butter is like coming in with an alliance or building an alliance right away and then just steamrolling. And I just hate that because it doesn't really give us a chance to get to know anybody on the show or get to like bring any new personalities onto the show that we can continue casting moving forward. So I just generally as a theme, I hate this. Um, and I just think the rest of this blue team is just a bunch of flops that had nothing else to say. Like, I don't know why they would let these two when they all outnumber Corey and Tori, why they would let Corey and Tori run the show. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you want these challengers in the in the show moving forward like why would you want them to continue in the game they obviously have an advantage over you the rest of these people need to get it together on this blue team i don't know what this is like the perfect opportunity to outnumber them and they just lay down and let them do whatever they wanted it didn't make any sense yeah no i i i agree with katie in the sense that like i didn't understand why they let Corey and tori run this whole like deliberation um i thought that was very bad gameplay on like everyone else's part i guess for fessel's not the worst because to me to me fessel's a challenge player at this point right? yeah there he's a challenge player so that's i understand why he didn't say anything but yeah the other four could have easily said something um five of them actually then they would have had the majority and they could have voted in whoever they want especially since voting is anonymous so those other five didn't even have to tell these people that oh we're going to vote in blah blah you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i didn't think that was the gameplay on their part however i will say to kind of like counter katie's point i do feel that the and this was a, this was more of an issue for me like in episode two that the um I feel like the vets are like at a disadvantage since there's only like six of the vets. Um, and I guess it just, you know, I guess they have to play harder than the newbies in that sense, you know, cause there's only six of them and we see like, and then we seen like later on that the newbies might, might, you know, they can band easily against them. So I do part of me almost wishes that it was like more like half and halfy, like half vets and half like newbies, but also either just give me all it's similar, you know, just give me like all newbies or all, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, I don't know what the right solution is, but I do feel like the um, vets do have a little bit of a disadvantage, which to me, I see that that made a, that was like one of my big things with episode two more so than this episode. But I do think that there are slight disadvantage. So like, I guess it's good for Tori and Corey that the rest of the blue team is not going to say anything to them. So it yeah, out. to kind of piggyback on that, I think it's it's interesting because and we could talk about this more in episode two when we get there but like we heard a lot of like michelle saying like we have to get these vets and i'm like ma'am you're also a vet like you played on that show a few times you also fessy's a vet josh is a vet paulie's a vet like there are people who have played the regular challenge who are also i mean michaela did as well but she went home early like i it just like wouldn't that also make you a vet? You also have the same experience, maybe not as much, but you have similar experience to everyone else. It's just like, where does the line get drawn? I don't know. It's a little bit weird. Yeah, I think the the conversation about the vet, uh, who really is a vet and who isn't, is I think history and time. Mm -hmm. uh, as much as I don't like Tori, Tori's been on like since I Far started watching long. the challenge yeah like a while ago like when are you the one was premiering on mtv like that deep so you know and same thing with amanda uh johnny we we saw the montage johnny and, and wes the real world like yep. decades ago yeah oh my goodness like these people no shade to them like 
but you're a little old. I'm not going to lie. Like you've been on the challenge for a long time. (laughs) There's no problem with that. But that's what a vet is. And they categorize it like that. Because if the roles were reversed and we were on MTV's The Challenge, like the basic format, not the USA, Michelle, Josh, and Fessy, even though they've done two, four, like a few seasons now, they're still not really considered vet because in that scenario or in that environment, you know, there are people who are like, who have been there for much longer and they're more, you know, bananas and West, like stuff like that. So I think that's where that gets blended in and gets a little lost in translation. Um, and it's think- interesting. Cause like in some of the, it depends on which season, because like big T I think was on one season and then she came back the mm-hmm. next season and she was marked as like a vet. So I'm like, since when does one season make you, it just like, mm-hmm. there's no clear definition across like the whole challenge universe. Now that we have the challenge cinematic universe of what <laughs> is a vet and what's not, it's just like, is based on what's convenient at the time. Yeah. Unless you're like a banana as a CT, a Wes, a Laurel, a, I guess a Tori, a car Maria, you know, like those people who are been around the block forever i will say this yeah i was curious just to see how long tori has been on 10 seasons already and mm-hmm. and i feel like tori is like to me tori's like a new challenge player but she's been on 10 yeah. seasons i don't think she's missed a season since the first one she aired on i don't think she has either <laughs> i just i just i just found that insane because i feel like i've seen tori all the time but at the same time she's also like a newer vet but mm-hmm. yeah that's insane she's been on 10 seasons so i know that's that's also what's weird like i mean we we could go into this conversation more, but I think that's what's also weird with the challenge is because there's periods where they do this fresh meat thing and they just add a bunch of new people with like half the cast vets and the vets can't go after the newbies because they're partnered up together. And mm-hmm. we haven't had that in a long time. So yeah, we get these like weird introductions to like a few wave of people, like a war of the world situation, but they're not tied to vets, so they get picked off one by one by one by one. And because they don't make a lasting impression, no one wants them back. And that's yeah. because you're kind of setting them up to fail. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you're talking about, Javier, with the vets, six vets coming in. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that the reason why I think six is like whatever is because, one, there are a lot of rookies who will latch on to vets because they have challenge wisdom. They have decades of like knowing what to do, what challenge will arise, how to best navigate this. We see this in in the second episode, obviously. So I think, you know, there are six vets, but like if you bring half the cats being vets or the whole cast being vets, like we're just getting regular challenge or if we're getting half the cats being vets, they're going to wash them. Like they're going to wash them. Like there's no way, which is why I think the Challenge USA, why people gravitated towards it so much was because it was fresh and new cast mm-hmm. members. And I thought I was going to see a lot. The vets this season would be like a Justine. Obviously, yeah. Tyson said he was never coming back. But like someone who played the first season, but is it too ahead of anyone? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that was interesting uh, that the blue team was so passive. I I would love to pick Cassie's, Cassidy's brain on this because I think she was really passive because she was like, it's not Survivor. So I'll wash my hands of this. Mm -hmm. um but like if you look at who was on the like no one cared if Luis went home or Mm -hmm. like went in the challenge because he was amazing race no one on that team is amazing race Mm -hmm. so there's no backlash for that I think it's solely the women but if the big brother women would have stepped up to the plate and been like no 
they would they outnumber Survivor, and the vets don't care because to them it's like as long as it's not, you know, as long as it's not one of the vets, I don't think they would have cared. So even if there was more of a battle between Survivor and Big Brother, that would have made more sense to me than just seeing all of the rookies being like, okay, Amir, it is like. Alyssa, stand up. Like, what are you doing? This is how you defend your bestie. You had a lot to say with Paloma and Taylor and Big Brother. Where was this energy? Yep. Where was this energy? Mm. Mm. I was waiting. So they end up picking up (laughs) Louise and Amira. Amira has the most bland reaction. Amira, like, was barely on this show. She was just like, "Mm," the whole time. It's like she had no, I don't know if I heard her say any words. So faced, I was like, "Girl, do you have Botox on? Like, what's going on right. here? Why is the face not moving?" Just drinking it. Was she just like drinking a big glass of red wine or something? I just remember her just like yeah. sipping her thing, sitting on the bed. I'm like, "Hello, what are you? What are you doing here?" It it was so weird. Like, I was just like, "Girl, did you not want to be on this show?" Like, yeah, it didn't seem awesome. like it. That's what it was giving, hundred percent. That like mm-hmm. she was just like. I, maybe she felt defeated because, you know, being the first one voted, I guess that does suck. But, like, girl, you you had a thing saying you were known as, like, a shark and, like, a blah, 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 blah. So where's that energy yeah. at? Where's right. the gamer energy at, you know? So, you know? Yeah, I just feel like, not to say that I was, like, excited to see Amira. I will say there are a lot of Amira stands on Twitter. Which yes, okay. there are. Make it make sense. To each their own. Everyone stands their individuals. And you know what? It's okay. It's a free country. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, you know, there are people who are trying to see you do something, girl. Like, make something shake. Like, mm-hmm. you were third boo, if not second boo. I can't remember. I don't third. care that much. Third, yeah. Um, You see, when, I make, when I'm confused about your placement with Gucci, you know the standards are not up. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is that, like, you know, you have something to prove. Like, Miss Google, I don't think she's working at Google anymore. But I, I would imagine like, not. <laughs> I cannot imagine that she's to still the there. Play, girl. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, go girl, give us nothing. Like she was just sitting mm-hmm. in bed drinking wine. Not like goodness. And the thing is that was also weird is like we didn't see any of the people at risk campaigning. I'm sure it maybe would have happened, but I was like, I'm your. I was going to say the to same. Thing. If this were any, it seems like with all the gamers that we have in this house, or supposedly that we have, you know, these gamers, you would think immediately she'd be like, okay, there's a really good chance I'm going in here. Let me at least try and sway it with all like, let me get all my big brother people to vote for the person I feel the best against. That would at least give you the best chance. Again, I mean, granted, I don't know who she would feel good going against. I'm like looking at the cast photo, maybe a Cassidy or something, because as we find out, the blue team is not safe right they can be voted or no they can't no one from the blue team no you can infiltrate the team after okay Mm. yes so i mean like you know i guess michelle was probably a good matchup for her but still i mean like you would think that she would want to at least have some kind of agency but it seemed like maybe there was maybe there was that and we didn't see it but like Mm. at least get the big brother people to back you and vote in who you want to get voted in yeah no i fully agree i feel like I wanted to see like a bit more like action on her part to get someone in who she wanted to see. Um, and I'm just going to shout out the, cause I really love this challenge all-stars. And I feel like I always see that in the challenge all-stars, like they, the person who's like being nominated mm-hmm. always goes out and like campaigns and it's like, wait, I want to go against X, Y, Z or this person or that person. And I really wanted to see that from Amira. And then maybe I would have changed my tone and maybe I would be like, okay, Amira work. Like you might've gone home first, but at least you tried to stay there. Right. Instead you came on the show. I guess, I guess she gets a check for being there for a week, but 
Is I that guess. Just worth it to be embarrassed the second time? Or... <laughs> well, <laughs> not to jump the gun. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're okay. That's right. This but, whole thing uh, has been embarrassing. We didn't even get to the elimination, but I'm already embarrassed for her. <laughs> no, it was it was ridiculous. We we don't really see much happen, but we can go straight into the arena. So at the arena, TJ reveals this like the voting. This is very interesting to me as well because it's like I thought you know it's going to be head to head. Both women and men are going to get down and dirty, and only one will stay slay. But in fact, it's like, no, there's an added level to this because if more women get votes, a woman is going to compete down there. And that means Louise is safe. Whereas like, if you put as many men votes as possible, Louise will go in. So this is also where I was confused because obviously some of the girlies have beef. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we see we see John A, for example, vote for someone on her team, even though the discussion, the topic of conversation amongst i red team was the one we saw but i think green team had the same mentality where it was like just don't vote for someone on your team vote for the other team if we have both two uh green team members go in the arena we're assured that we have the numbers to beat them and move and navigate better and johnny was like psych never mind michelle i don't know you but west <laughs> you know what west told me because west is the perfect person to get advice to from West told her, you know, I can't trust you, girl. So the ball in the ball pit, you go. It it was crazy. Do you think John A's reasoning for voting Michelle was relevant or a good strategy for her? No, I was actually very like after seeing John A on the Challenge All Stars for two seasons, like just eat, and then to see her come on this season and this first episode, like just say because West told me, I don't know. I feel like Janae to me has like a more like game savvy and mm -hmm. you know, Michelle's on your team. Like if anything, and you've never met her before. So just at least try, put like your best foot forward, at least once have a conversation with her and see if we get something working with her, at least as long as she's on your team, you know, once teams break up, if then was come whatever, whatever, but like right from the jump to just right away target Michelle, I think was a bad, just a bad game move on her part. Cause she doesn't know Michelle at all. She didn't make that initiative to really make an alliance with her. Um, so I, I was actually shocked to see John A play the game that way the first episode. Um, so I wish he would have like made a bit more initiative and more, a bit more effort, you know, to like talk to Michelle, try to get on her side, or at least during the, this whole like team saga, you know? Yeah, it just seemed early. I, I don't really know. I mean, obviously we'll talk about how it all shakes out for John A, but I just don't really see what the benefit of that was to start doing that so early. I just don't really like there's other options, uh, people that you don't know on other teams instead of the person that you don't know on your own team. Like, mm -hmm. it just seems a little strange to be the first one to take that shot. Like, that feels like a Johnny Bananas move or a Wes move, not really a John A move. So interesting. Yeah, it was it was really interesting to see that. I wasn't expecting it, especially since, to my knowledge, Wes doesn't have any issues with Michelle. Like, there was never really conflict amongst the two of them and it didn't give i wasn't under the impression that michelle would vote for wes for a man uh because she kind of is in this situation kind of like josh where she has both worlds so she has right. more of the ability to work with wes or with uh, john a than you know a cassidy or uh, a rookie so it was very interesting to see that uh like javier did you have like any like 
had did you ever think like that would like happen with John A because of all stars and her and Wes's connection to that, even though he's not on her team? Yeah, no, I, I like yeah, I was definitely like very, very shocked by that move. Um, I will also say I think you made a really good point there with Michelle. Um, the fact that like these people who played um like uh the challenge before, they might not be considered vets. But I feel like if I was on the challenge and Michelle, what, this is her third or fourth time, like mm -hmm. let those connections, you can, I would literally, if I were Michelle, what I would have done is I would also, I would honestly like to the Survivor and Big Brother people, I'd be like, yes, I'm one of y'all. But in the back of my mind, I'm also pitching to the vets. Guys, I've done this three or four times. They yes. might come after me when they're, when they're gone from all of you, guess who they're going to come for? Me. That's what, that would be my mindset. So, you know, that, that's something else that I would have liked to see um, um, from that side um, as well. So. Yeah, it's almost weird. It's like, it's almost like when they cast them on the show or something, they made them choose. Now, yeah. obviously, they're going to be with their original show, right? Like, that's the reason that they're on the show. But it's almost like we're ignoring the fact that Michelle just played Ride or Dies with Bananas on the same show. She's friends with Nani. Nani was Bananas Ride or Die. They had like a, a little bit of a situation. Obviously, like Jay caused some mistrust there, but like, and Michelle's bad gameplay. But it just seems like, you know, there's history there. They know each other. That obviously is going to carry into this game, but it seems like the editing or just like the way that they're approaching it is they're trying to ignore that. So we get to the arena and the votes are revealed. And obviously, Michelle catches on, hey, there's someone from the red team who voted for me. Yeah, but she, she, she clocked it quickly. You know what? I, I wouldn't have clocked it. I'm not gonna me lie. Neither. I was in the, in the moment. <laughs> never would have known as that. Like she was counting. I said, "Okay, Miss Mamas." Like mm -hmm. I, I literally would be like, "I just got five votes. Like it's over. Like I'm going in. Like it's brutal out here." But she counted down, and so in her mind, you could tell that like the <clears> wheels were turning, and I think. That is kind of also not to say that people were rooting for her downfall, but to have that in your mind that, hey, like someone on my team betrayed you, I think it adds um, like this anxiety portion to the challenge because you're playing to compete, but then you're going, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go back to this team where one person betrayed me. So I feel like there's more pressure or um, more, more of like uh, distractions. That's the right term, the, a distraction going into the challenge. Versus Amira, who's already knowing that she's going in. She already knows what's up. Like she, and same thing with Louise, like, you know, you're going in. So you're more prepared mentally for a longer period of time versus someone who's now saying, oh, I have this amount of votes. So you have to kind of get ready in that moment. And I think that ultimately kind of plays into how we get the results. Um, but we see that Michelle gets, her ball gets picked, obviously. It makes the most sense uh, with all of the math. Not that I'm a math girly, but hey, one plus one equals two. <laughs> The math was math thing. So we we see Michelle going. Is there anyone between the votes that we got? So uh the votes for Wes, Dusty, Desi, uh, Monty, and Bananas that shocked you? I mean, I guess I can understand the dusty vote just because i feel bad for these amazing race people first of all like poor Luis, like he seems like a nice guy and he basically said like i lost a popularity contest which is kind of true like they could have voted for monty or tyler to put them in but they just like put in the one amazing race guy it kind of sucks um so i guess mm -hmm. like i could understand the same thing happened for dusty he's the only other amazing race person there um i guess like the monty vote was a little surprising 
surprising. I mean, I don't know. Not really. I, no, I guess not. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What is Monty giving? <laughs> Good question. Um, no, I don't know. For me, I felt like a lot of these votes were just, some people were just voting. Like, to me, it seemed a little crapshoot vote. Like, yes. why not? Like, it's episode one. I have nothing to lose. And if Monty goes in, whatever, I won't miss him. If Bananas goes in, I won't miss him for the people who voted for them. So it seems like some, like, it, it almost seems, I, I don't think this is what happened, but it almost seems like like three or four people were like, we're going to vote for this person. And then everyone else is just like, yeah, sure, I'm going to vote for them. And they just threw whatever name they wanted to yeah. challenge. Like, so I, I guess it just, it seemed very like crapshoot each voting towards what, all the like random votes that people got. Yeah, I'm interested yeah. to see how that's going to change as we mm-hmm. move forward in the season, because there's obviously a strategy to who's voting for who, right? Like, I'm surprised that the two teams didn't work together to pile their votes onto someone. I mean, I guess they did on top of Michelle, but like, you know, there were a lot of random votes in there that didn't really make a ton of sense. Yeah, it was, I just felt a little bit all over the place. Um, So from that point on, we get this weird, well, to be continued moment. So we don't actually see the elimination. Uh, Boo. The the audience, the audience, tomato, 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 tomato. why are we ending on an elimination cliffhanger for Amira? No offense. With love and respect. With love and respect. But Amira is not someone you can just cliffhanger on mm-hmm. versus Michelle. Also, peace, love, and respect to Michelle. But the two of them are not like a headlining match, you know? Right. <laughs> That's not making me tune right. in on Sunday to find out who goes in. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was, just, it was just strange of a choice. Can actually, like, I want to bring up one point real quick. I just realized this. Yeah, go ahead. In terms of the voting, wait, it's weird. I thought, I just realized you don't get to vote for both. You don't vote for both genders. Like, you only vote for a man or Mm -hmm. a woman. So you're actually at a disadvantage. Like, the women are actually at a disadvantage, at least for this vote, because they got more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just realized that's weird. You know, if everyone only votes, it's always going to be a woman, like, going in until they, if that's, like, who the target is, the target you know, so I thought that was weird. I just realized that, that they don't vote for both genders. How do you guys feel about that? that yeah, it's like pretty a- interesting sure. now that you mention it, because it's like if every week moving forward, a woman is targeted, all the yeah. women could very easily get voted out of the game and we could just have a bunch of men, which then like, obviously, I think, you know, we have all seen the challenge many times. We know that these teams probably are not going to last forever. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they'll surprise us. But like. I don't know how they would be able to do that then if like, let's say there's only two women in the game left in a couple of weeks and we need a woman winner. Like, does that just mean that woman automatically is the woman winner? Like there's gotta be some way to make it more equitable between um, the men and the women in the show. But that is a really good point. I didn't really think about that, that like multiple weeks in a row, we could be dealing with that. Um, I do think that with the vet narrative, we'll see both um so i'm not really too Mm -hmm. worried about that but we've also seen tj step in and be like oh this elimination is for xyz so i figured like you know at the end of the day there's supposed to be one woman winner and one man winner so there's no way that they're going to go through the show and run down to like a woman left like they they usually make it balanced sarah won by default (laughs) that finale is it's an anomaly like an anomaly on its own like that that was insane that that finale was insane Mm -hmm. i was pissed off it made no sense like 
the way everything shook up, it just didn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. that at least was in the context of a finale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like, there's no way we're still doing eliminations and there's two women looking at each other like, okay, well, right. uh, one of us is automatically winning after this. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no way they would let that. Like the production, production would do something. He would be. They would say it's a man's week officially. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or they would break it or something. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we know the challenge they love they love love. rigging so here and there (laughs) here and there Um, here and there (laughs) the occasional the occasional burglary um (laughs) but we uh, see the elimination slam dunked they were in a pool of water and they had to like take the balls out i'm gonna be honest i was too down i was scrolling through twitter to see what everyone was saying um, to be quite honest, I, it's so weird to me. And I want to get your thoughts on this because the challenge brands itself now as like the sport, the fifth sport, ah, da, 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 all this shenanigans. And then they give us this as the competition to tell me this is the fifth sport. Um, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't mind if we go back to the basics because back in the day in the challenge, they would get you a mini bicycle and someone yeah. would, you know, sit on there and, like, maybe there's some cups all over the place. You know, very basic, very fun. I don't mind that. But it just feels like I get whiplash from, like, what it, you're portraying your show to be and what we're actually receiving. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure next week we'll have, like, a helicopter fly in and some yeah, explosions. Some explosions. <laughs> but it they just, like, it's, it's just contradictory. Do you Did you like this elimination? Would you rather this type of elimination over a helicopter and an explosion? I do prefer this kind of elimination over a helicopter and explosion. I hate the the pyrotechnics of it all and just like the over the top like stunt show that it the challenge has become. I much prefer the old school challenge where it's like you walk on your hands and knees and or on your hands and someone picks up your legs and you have to like race back and forth on a beach. Like give me that from like the early 2000s over what it's become now. It was just much more fun to watch, I think in my opinion anyway. Um but I didn't hate this elimination. I but what really bothered me about it when I was watching it is that like every shot that you got of the pool from above to try and compare Amira and Michelle, it was like at a different point in the competition. Like sometimes there were less balls. Sometimes there were more balls. Like we never got like where they actually were. Yeah. There was no consistency with the editing. So we couldn't actually tell like who was winning, who was losing. So we just like sat through them just getting dunked in a pool and like going like this a couple of times and like pushing balls out without knowing who was ahead, who was behind, who we rooting for, what's going on, who's winning. I don't know. So it's just like almost pointless you could have just told us at the end like oh by the way here's a total because like we were just watching them splash water around with no like we weren't seeing anything happen mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what i didn't love about it but the concept of it i thought was kind of fun i like something equitable i feel like i mean to me it seemed like these two were just being dunked into a kiddie pool and, <laughs> and just throwing some balls out of the pool like i was like what's going on here like i i personally did not like this like type of elimination challenge. I actually like when they have like um when I love the puzzle when they have like a puzzle mm-hmm. aspect. I wish it would have been like mm-hmm. you take the balls out and then you have to open the balls and look for something or just yeah. if they added just one more step to it, I would have liked it more than oh let's like like Katie said random shots of freaking Amira Michelle looking like they're about to die coming where they're being pulled up and then they and then we just randomly got a count of who um took the most balls out. So yeah, I would have added an extra step and I think that would have made it much more interesting. Um, so I wasn't the biggest fan of this challenge. 
I also want to know who's yeah. counting the balls because I don't trust this show. Show me <laughs> who's counting the balls. Are we counting what's left in the pool? Are we counting what's on the floor? Did we have an equal number of balls in the pool to begin with? Like, I do not trust this show to tell me the truth about anything. So, like, who? Ca- let me get a little bit of like fact checking here. Who? What's going on? Where's the referee? I want to know. I want to know. Can said, "Can I get the production manager yes, quickly?" Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, but we see that uh, Michelle wins by 18 balls. So it's just like one splash, I guess, really mm-hmm. wouldn't be the difference. Um, yay. And so apparently during this elimination, and I'm so upset, apparently Amanda was just getting into Michelle's gig. Um, and so, you know, Amanda and Michelle don't like each other. It has everything to do with Fessel and their friendship. Imagine um, that. We could get into that. We can get to that a little bit later, but they get into it a little bit. And then TJ kind of gags me. Personally, I was gagged. Some of the Twitter girls were not gagged, but I was gagged. TJ said, mm, you don't have to go back to Red if you don't want to. You could pick any team you want, and you could just infiltrate even the team that won. So blue team. And Michelle ultimately goes back to the red team. Do you think that was the wise choice for her? I, I think to start off, sure. I mean, what other team would she be better on? I don't really know. Maybe that there's some survivor girls. I think she's the only survivor. Oh, no, she has Chanel on her team. But I don't know that they really know each other. Like, maybe if she has more of a relationship with Michaela or, like, Chris Underwood mm-hmm. or something, like, maybe it would have been better to go to another team where she's a little more insulated. But, like, I don't know. I think she's fine where she is. Yeah, I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's a little early to determine, like, when should I change my team? So I guess I guess it is a good idea to like stay on the red team because maybe the red team could have gotten like annoyed like oh she left us so we're gonna target her next like yeah our team like we've mm-hmm. seen that happen before when like pairs change in these past challenges where then they target the person who changed out of the pair for some petty reason so I, I feel like early on it's still early like why not just stick with the red team mm-hmm. and see what happens. This is very reminiscent to me of War of the Worlds. Uh, yes. Not to like reference it again. But I was just thinking about like the US and the UK team and how the only people I remember really switching were like Jordan and Tori. Um, And it ended up being in their benefit, uh, which was like, again, another strange finale. Um, But like, it's just, I'm interested to see what it will take for someone to switch teams. Um, And Mm -hmm. I'm curious if people who will kind of do like a Josh and Polly situation where maybe not that I don't think Amanda and Tori will ever be on the same team, but those are the two people I can think of just immediately off the top of my head where it's like, well, you can't come to like against me if we're both safe. So I'm going to join your team. So you can't target me. I'm I can see Amanda see doing that. She's a menace. Real, real. I'm curious if they'll let the vets do that because then isn't there a vet imbalance? Well, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think they did give the option at the end of episode two. Oh, yes 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 yeah so yeah, i think yeah. they are allowed so i'm i'm interested to see if like there will be like multiple vets on one team except outside of the standard two mm-hmm. um you know toy's gonna to- try and mastermind that and get all her vets oh. her friends on one team she'll try at least she'll try mm-hmm. she'll try something um so michelle goes back to the red team and we go back to in the house and amanda and michelle fight Apparently, this is what I saw on the Twitter streets. You know I'm going to bring the mess. Yes, please. Uh, apparently, 
fight was much worse, much longer. And the edit we got, which is such a disservice. I'm here for the mess. I'm here for the mess. I want the mess. It, I come to the challenge because y'all are still making them, these people drink the alcohol and they're fighting and they're like getting into it. I love that because I know that I don't want to fight nobody. Um, and so they like water it down with like this like cartoonish music mm-hmm. to like kind of make fun of both of them, which like that was a choice. We kind of see Dusty narrate and be like, I'm here live in action and I'm getting all the tea, but there's just like this cartoon music and Johnny Banana does what Johnny Banana does best and says, Vessel, come get your two girls are fighting over you. Um, I think it's much deeper than that. I don't think Amanda wants Vessel. Um, I think she feels some type of way because her best friend betrayed her. Or not her best friend, but her friend betrayed her. Like, let's be serious. Let's put ourselves in the shoes. Let's say we were with someone. And our friend was also there while we were with that person. And, you know, you decide to leave because you don't have the choice. You can't be there. And it pivots to, you know, a long distance thing. And you find out that your friend goes and pursues the man you're clearly with. Would you Mm -hmm. not feel some type of way? Of course. It wouldn't be about the guy. It would be about, like, these are the types of friends that you keep. You would have to feel that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's strange is because like we get this like weird edit where it just makes it seem like, and even some of like the the, the articles that I've read, they kind of pivot Amanda to be like this attention seeking whatever. Like Amanda could be messy. Yeah. Let's be let's be real. Amanda could be messy, but like, would you also not be mad? Like, would you not be mad if someone did that to you? I don't know. I just thought that was a little strange uh, position for some of the comments and reviews that i've seen uh so far but uh we get back into the house and we have also this conversation with the red team about who is the culprit who voted for another red team member uh johnny banana also got votes so i mean between the two uh team members it could be either michelle or johnny who got that extra vote but i think because we all know who did it and the you know the the way the edit is going it's making it seem like everyone agrees that it's Michelle who got the extra red bull and they don't know who it is. And conveniently, Johnny is not in the room. Do yeah. you think, do you think Johnny set herself up? Because to be honest, Johnny doesn't know any, like doesn't owe or know like Michelle at all. So it's kind of like not an obvious thing. Do you think it was obvious? I think it was obvious because she was not in the room when they were having the conversation. Like I would be if if this were me and I was the one to take the shot, I would then have to be playing a lot of offense instead of defense and just making sure that I'm there for every conversation where this happens. I don't think I would be over the top being like, wait, that was weird. Like someone obviously voted for our team, but you still kind of like you have to be there to say like, nope, it wasn't me. And she was the only one that wasn't there to say who she voted for. And they were all like, who John A vote for? And everyone's like, I don't know. So naturally the suspicion fell on Jenna, whether it was her or not, which it ended up, obviously it was like, it would have looked like it was her because she was not part of that conversation. And everybody else got to say like, nope, I voted for this person. I voted for this person. I didn't do it. I voted for this person. It's just kind of like, okay, well, she's the odd one out then at that point. Yeah. I feel like in these, like all these like reality TV shows, like paranoia takes over. So any one thing you do, that's like out of like, or like can be considered abnormal, like someone's gonna take it as a reason to target you. So I think I agree, like the fact that Johnny wasn't there, it makes it easy for you to say she didn't defend herself. She's the only one who didn't say anything, so it must be her. 
So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, definitely that is probably why Michelle went towards that way. Mm-hmm. So from that point, we move on to the daily challenge, which is working the polls. Interesting title. Tiffany also <laughs> made a joke about mm-hmm. it. Um, she did make me laugh. Shout out to Tiffany. Um, and so there's just like these poles uh, raised above 30 feet of water and players must leap from pole to pole to reach the other side of their area. Um, and they're all going at the same time, which is where the strategy and the choices you make impact uh, whether or not you take the lead. Aside from already the big obstacle of like hopping from pole to pole itself above 30 feet of air, like mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see it divided in two rounds. Round one, uh, we see Blue take an early lead with Sebastian and Chris uh, ending up on their areas. But Green, determined to win, uh, takes the lead with Amanda being the first person on the Green team and the only woman, per a woman at that point in time to make it across. Uh, and then we see Desi make it across after her. And then Tyler, who is like carried by these two women. Like shout out to the women. This was crazy. Mm-hmm. They ate that. They ate that, but also, and I'm I'm giving all of the credit to the women, but like Tyler's upper body strength to be able to just like hold on and then like lift his legs up. So they were able, this whole thing was crazy to me, all three of them. I was just like, oh my God, I didn't think Tyler was like that strong. So I was very surprised to see him perform that well physically in something like that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Javier? Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I Like I said earlier, like, I'm just so happy to see, like, Amanda get, like, do one in a challenge. And I, you know, later on, Tori's like, you know, you know, Tori and Amanda also have beef because I, I'm not going to say it's because of Fessel, but it's very interesting that all of Fessel's hookups have beef. Um, but um, it was, I just like to see, like, a, I love seeing, like, the, I don't know if I'd call Amanda an underdog because she's done the challenge for so long. But I guess underestimated is the better word. Mm-hmm. So, nice to see amanda like come to the you know like really do really well so i was very happy about that when it came to this challenge the thing about amanda is i feel like she actually is sneaky good at a lot of these things like she's no slouch she's she's always performed pretty well and maybe not as well as like a cara maria necessarily or a laurel but she's never been bad at a lot of the challenges i think it's just because she brings so much drama that that overshadows her actual challenge performance but she's been partnered with like nelson a couple of times she's been partnered with i forget some of the men that she's been partnered with and they've like won some challenges well the zach wasn't that was a mess but you know there was i just feel like you know physically she's she's pretty good like i would not underestimate her as a challenge threat to win some of these daily challenges for sure or an elimination i I think it's because amanda doesn't take the challenge as seriously as other vets like i think she tweeted about her like regime being like binging reality tv and like Mm -hmm. drinking something and i was like that's so real. Whereas, like, the vets will go and they'll pregame, metagame, go on vacation, mm-hmm. work out, not breathe, not eat. Like, it's just, it's just too much. Like, they, they, like, they take it, like, this is their career. And Amanda's like, I do this for fun when I choose to. And I think that clearly comes across. And that's why I think people don't view Amanda as a competitor. When, yeah. in fact, like, she does well in these types of challenges. I saw a throwback clip uh, with her and, I think it was also War of the Worlds or like Josh was in it. Not Josh. Um, 
oh, how do I say it? Like his name, J-O-S-S. Joss. Is it? it? Joss. Joss. Okay. I was like having a moment. I was having a bilingual panic. Um, (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, like we saw her kind of do something similar to that in a previous season. But again, like people don't take Amanda into consideration. So I loved her little celebratory dance. Yes. And immediately flipping people off. It was so I know. TJ loved that too. <laughs> he, was, he was laughing. TJ so was hard. having a time. I know he, he really was. was having a time. I will say, I think TJ loves Amanda, whether he likes her so or not. I think he loves her. He lives mm-hmm. for her. Um, and shout so, out to her and, though. I'm I'm proud of her. Like Tori yeah. can go with her little yeah, confessionals. The shade and like, the DR, I'm like, Tori, yeah. girl, you better make it across if you're going to talk all that. Exactly. Shade. Exactly. Okay. Um, and so in Heat 2, it's clear that if the Red Team wants to win and be safe, that all their members have to go across. So I think there's even more pressure on the Red Team. Boo has kind of this flexibility because they're one person behind. But, you know, they're all going at once. If I was playing, I'm pushing people. Uh, you're oh, going down with the ship. Absolutely. I'm holding I'm on with one I'm arm. I'm your leg. I'm, yeah, you're Ooh. coming down with me. You're going down with me. I am not taking the shit alone. I'm with the teams, and the teams need people. So I'm dragging anyone I can. And I was surprised that didn't happen. And if it did happen, like, we didn't see it in the edit. Mm-hmm. I digress. Um, so in Heat 2, we see the red team drop one after one after one after one. And I was like, wait, red team, why did I think we're going to devour this like i thought you're gonna eat like what's going on like did i give too much confidence in the red team i don't know same thing with the blue team we see the blue team drop like flies um and then the green team desi surprisingly they didn't announce it maybe they shoot showed it in the visual but i wasn't paying attention desi went twice because they had one less uh person yeah. on the team desi's a queen which, like didn't click with me and so she made it back twice she did it in the first round and she did it in the second time which no one really talked. Well, I think TJ gave her a shout out, maybe, but like, I just don't think it was highlighted enough. Like, no, totally. You ate that. Uh, yes. And so Wes goes across, and so does Michaela. So we have ultimately um, six people, technically, from the green team uh, who, out of eight, or yeah, six out of eight who make it across, which is an insane statistic making the green team the winners. What did you think about the result? Were you excited about a green team win? Yeah, I'm rooting for the green team. Um, so, I mean, most of them. So, some of them. But I uh, I love Michaela. I love Desi. I love Amanda. Out of all the challengers, Wes is the one that I'm the most excited to see whenever he's on the show. So, like, and John A, obviously. But these these this group is the group that uh, I'm all in on, um, even though, you know, Monty and Amira were on the team originally. But I think um, what I want to say about this challenge kind of zooming out a little bit and just talking about the edit is that we got a lot of confessionals of Johnny Bananas being like, I have experience in this game and I know you need momentum and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like this started a narrative of like, we need the vets as our coaches because they have so much experience. And like this kind of carried out as a theme throughout the episode, which I think is weird if that's going to be the way that we're approaching the season with like the vets versus the non vets, if that's what we're calling them. Um, and it's like, okay, well, they weren't brought on to coach anybody. They were brought on to play the game. So, like, let's not do that because they would be called coaches if that were the case. But, um, yeah, no, go green team. I love them. Shout uh, out to them. I mean, yeah, so I'm, I'm a huge West fan, so I was very happy to see West safe. And I agree. I like a, a lot of the people on this team. I like Desi. I like Michaela, And I like Amanda. Um, so I was very happy with their win. 
Um, but Katie, you bring up a great point. That's something that I didn't think about. But as you brought that up, what I did start thinking about is that we actually see, I feel like you see this like in every reality TV show. You see it in Big Brother. You see it in like, um, you see it in um, Survivor. And you see these people gravitate towards these people who are considered vets and like uh, people who have done it before, you know. And part of me almost thinks that, that that's, I don't think that's the worst strategy to, you know, try to align yourself with the people considered vets, at least towards for the beginning of the game. So then you have like, because the rookies are never going to go for you. And if you also get the vets somewhat on your side, you can st- you can survive longer than the rest of the rookies, which I think could be a good ploy. So I kind of see it, but I do agree with you. There is going to come a point where like that narrative is not really going to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely understand where you're coming from, but I also understand why some people might gravitate towards that gameplay because I've seen it on other um, yeah. reality TV shows. I just don't know where we're coming from in this episode specifically of like, well, we're here to coach you guys and like you need our wisdom and like we're so smart. We've done it's like, where was that in the last episode? If that's like what you're coming in as, why now are we only hearing about it? And is that going to be like a theme throughout the season? It's just like a little weird. I just think it's because Johnny was so vocal. Like he was just like, this is what you need to do. And so um I think we'll see this later. I think Michaela kind of uses that to her advantage to make some yes. points uh, yes. for the to, game plan. To Wes up, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all want to live, my name is Michaela Hive. I don't know play with Michaela. She like, oh, is an icon. Um, and so it, yeah. I, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about the deliberation, but the tension between Tori and Amanda obviously continues who surprised it's still going on to this day on the Twitter streets.com. Lawyers have been engaged. The lawyers have been engaged and Amanda has had her tea to say. So, um, and so they kind of talk about briefly, like how they have beef and we kind of see Tori suck up to her, which was like so strange because uh, Amanda tweeted, you say all of this to my face and then talk the confessionals, like be serious. Um, And so I thought she was kind of gagged, but we kind of see a lot of the women rookies meet together and congregate and have a conversation about getting rid of the vets, namely Tori. Uh, we see Tiffany be a main person uh, to talk about getting rid of Tori, how Tori is a threat and how she needs to go. And so uh, I, the women devise a plan. Uh, and by the women, I mean uh, Tiffany, Michaela, Michelle, Chanel, um, and Alyssa. So one of the Alyssas, yeah. And and yeah, Alyssa was there. I don't. I think Desi was there, but I I can't remember if she was really I there. I think Tiffany said her people that she was looking out for the season one, and, and that included women, and including Desi. So I just assumed Desi was part of it, if she even if she wasn't there. So the the conversation is how can can we get uh, the two women who have won. Tori and John Nay into the elimination. And so they're trying to devise a plan of like, how can we best do this? And so uh, the choice that was made is that Tori should be sent into the elimination by the green team and that uh, they vote for John Nay, uh, the rest of the women. And so we kind of see that executed when we have the debrief between the green team. So Michaela really is the spokesperson of the this alliance when it comes to this deliberation where she states that they should get rid of Tori, uh, they should put Tori and uh, Johnny in the in the elimination. It just makes sense because they are coaching people, they are the leaders, and 
we view and and I love that she does this. She pivots to West and she goes, "We see you this way. We like we see you this way. We see your value and your importance." And so, you know, we want to use you. We want to we want to keep you. We want to protect you, West. We just can't protect the rest of that. And I liked that pivot from her. And we saw Monty kind of speak up for the first time ever and give us a boring confessional. Go girl, give us nothing. <laughs> um, and they continued the conversation. How did we feel about this deliberation? This deliberation was my favorite part of both of the episodes. To mm -hmm. me, this is where it felt like we really got something good going on. Even just like taking a step back to what Tiffany said about who her people were the season that she wanted to protect. I really like that the CBS people are coming in not loyal to their own shows this season. Last season, we saw a lot of like Big Brother Strong, Survivor Strong. Now it seems like they've, you know, integrated themselves together a little bit more. Obviously, they're doing these events outside the show. They all know each other. Like it's I like that they're using those relationships to their advantage. And I think they could do a lot more damage that way instead of staying like, oh, we're all Big Brother, so we have to stay Big Brother. Um, but this deliberation gave me life. Michaela is everything. Um, I am rooting so hard for her and it takes a special person, a special woman to be able to stop Wes in his tracks and shut him up. And she was able to do it with ease. And it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love this deliberation. You know, I've said it before, but I, I really like Wes, but like Katie just said to see someone like shut down Wes and Wes just looked at like, like a dog with his legs in between, like, okay, fine. I guess you're right. I can't like, um, like out um you know get all of you to do what you what i want you guys to do i really love seeing that you know it was just great to see michaela shine i love these this this is when to me the challenge is really good when you get to see the strategizing yes. part um and i just really love to see the discussions and the strategizing that made me really happy and to see michaela lead it made me really happy um and to see michaela get her way made me really happy so i was just very happy all around it was a really great deliberation and i agree that was my favorite part from the two episodes like that's when i was like okay keep this momentum going for episode three four five like then i'm gonna keep i'm gonna be hooked Yes. I also love that Wes was like, what if we compromise? And they were like, nah, nah. no, nah, that's not happening. And I was like, sorry, sir. You're like, you're not with your challenge rookies this time. Like these people actually have some experience playing these types of games and they showed him. And that's why I think the CBS rookies will always be better than these like random X on the beach. Like yes. people who aren't playing like a strategic game. Like these people know what it takes to play a game individually and what will suit them and what will be best. And so uh, I, I loved I loved seeing gameplay actually be executed by rookies to overpower the vets because that never happens. But I will say I the difference between episode one and episode two is I think Michaela does a big difference, right? Yep. Because no shade to Alyssa. But if the roles were reversed and Alyssa was sitting where Michaela is, I don't think Alyssa's speaking up and like executing the plan. And I think that's exactly what we saw with the blue team. I think there's too many passive players from what we saw episode one, too many passive players who are okay with just letting things slide. And that's why also I can't root for the blue team because the green team has these like stronger, more confrontational for lack of a better word, players who are going to stick their ground and who are going to push that narrative. So ultimately, I think it happened because the right person was in the room speaking for the plan. You know what I mean? Yes. I think Tiffany could have done the same thing if it was the right team. Yeah, I agree. I think we saw, you know, we saw Alyssa L play Big Brother and not give us 
much and we also saw her play last season of the challenge usa and the only reason she gave us anything is because she was with angela who was rubbing all the girls the wrong way so like if it was only Alyssa, i don't think we would have gotten as i mean i guess there was like the whole like we have to get back at the cookout thing but that was ridiculous um and then Alyssa s from big brother 24 we watched her just skate in a whole season and not play one day of big brother she just sat in the house for however many days came in what fifth place fourth place um i mean what do we do like neither one of these women is is giving much of anything so that team is a bunch of flops i'm sorry blue team i love at it. least from the big brother and the challenge world real survivor what is real. we remain to be seen yeah so from that point on we get the reveal and the girls are gagged the girls are gagged <gasps> two vets why, why are we shook let's be serious about it. like tori looked like she was gonna collapse on the floor girl be serious do you have the numbers yep. <laughs> do you have right. the numbers this west have the numbers right. like let's 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 pick up the jaw off the floor and let's gear up for going into the elimination because that is the case um and so we see the votes and we see Tiffany do something very interesting because she talked about one of her people being John Nay. And so she went in and she said, you know what? As much as she was pushing the Tory propaganda, she wants to still protect John Nay, which I found really interesting. And so she decides to vote for another uh, man, um, which is kind of, I, I don't want to say against their wishes, but the narrative was, let's get Tory out. So I thought that was really interesting, but we have the votes um, and we see that Polly gets two votes, which is not surprising. He's technically a vet, even though he came in with the rest of the cast, which again, the lines kind of like what we talked about, blurry, confusing. Uh, and then we saw Alyssa L get one vote, Dusty get three votes, Alyssa S get two votes, Sebastian with one, Corey with two, and John A with a whopping five. Insane. She did the math. Girl said, I have. 33%, one fifth, I believe. I thought, yeah. no. I think you said I one, two different things. One third. I think it was one third. One third, 33%. Yes. <laughs> I was confusing the five votes with the three. Anyways, so she got one third of the votes, 33% getting in. And obviously, they pulled the Whopper and John A goes in. What are our reactions to the vote breakdown and John A officially going against Tori? I was nervous for my girl, John A. I really like John A, but. To see her, Johnny hasn't done like, I don't know. I don't want to. I really like Johnny, and I think she's been really great on All Stars, but I don't know. Is she like in over her head in the regular challenge season? Like, I don't know. Should she just stay on All Stars? That's that's the first thing that came to my brain. Like, I just didn't see it for her for to beat Tori. Um, and like, I really wanted her to because I'm like, I, I feel pretty, I, I, I'm not like anti Tori, but I feel pretty indifferent towards Tori, and I'm fan of Jenny. Mm. So I was not happy to see that, but I was, I was scared for John A from the moment she like got voted in. Honestly, from episode one, when she was already turning her back on Michelle, I was like, girl, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, I was very sad to see them, to see John A go in against Tori. In fact, Tori got voted in, whatever, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was rooting for that. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with Javier. I was really worried for John A. I, I had a little bit of the same thought and I don't know that it's like, is she in over her head in 
the regular challenge or the challenge USA because I think she could have beat any of the other non-challenge vets I do even Amanda I think she would have had a good chance against or probably could have beaten her she's played more recently but I, and those challenge all-stars eliminations are not easy they're just like equally as hard as the regular challenge and so are the challenges so I think you know she could hold her own for sure but I think Tori doesn't live in reality she lives in like challenge reality so <laughs> she's the worst person for John A to have gone against also it was like a football themed sort of like tackling whatever elimination very physical and like that is not going to be Johnny's strong suit like Tori already said like I'm going to eat these people up whatever like we know that that's like what she lives for is to take down other women so like this is perfect for her now she could do it physically so you know whatever this was made for this was made for Tori to win and this is why I say I don't trust this show like why didn't John <laughs> get <laughs> Right. <laughs> and make them Mira and Michelle fight. Like Right. Like give yeah. them that one. Why is John A not getting dunked into a pool? Yeah. Not that she wants yeah, to do that, that either, been... but I think it she, I think she would have preferred that to be honest, because she has no I'm control. okay with seeing Amira um, get slammed on the ground a couple of Ooh, sorry. Don't come for me, stands. Don't come for me, stands. <laughs> Don't come for me. I mean, here's here's like where uh, first of all, I did think of Amanda's tweet. She called a Tori a linebacker. So that, that was she wrong, in my though? Mind. She wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. And that's why I live for Amanda. No shade, no tea. But um, that's that's also what I think is unfortunate is because kind of to what we talked about earlier with Javier's point, when there's only three vet women and you're going after the vets and one of them is automatically safe, John A like is automatically in which is unfortunate mm -hmm. and like not not to compare the three women but to me they're on three different calibers and i think the elimination placed in front of them like i'm sure like if a puzzle was down there johnny would have mopped tori same yeah. thing with amanda but then you like automatically know that tori's going in and then we're going with one where you get to tackle people and like push them like it's obviously not into John A's favor, who is the only other option because she's the only other woman vet. You mm -hmm. know, if we would have had Johnny go in and then they voted for Corey, okay, I see, I see where this could be interesting. Yes. And like uh the potential to be sickening. But that was never the goal. The goal was to go after women vets. And so um, immediately John A is already at the disadvantage. And I I kind of agree with your point about like challenge all-stars because to me. No one's ahead of anyone in the Challenge All-Stars. They all kind of come from the same era. They mm -hmm. they all have kids, are kind of like in the same stages of life. Yep. Jobs, grown. They're not metagaming and pre-gaming and working out every single day of the week until they arrive to the Challenge. Like, that's not the case. And so you're kind of in the same standard. Whereas, like, now you're putting in John A, who's, like, clearly the All-Stars, and then you're putting Tori, who just won world championships, which, anyways. And then you get Amanda, who hasn't been on the challenge for years. It's just not the same standard, and you're bringing these vets. And obviously, it makes sense for people to target the vets. So it's like, obviously, which is unfortunate, but Tori is automatically going to get the upper hand. Because one, she's on the challenge all, all the time. She's always doing something. And she's probably met half of the cast before the show even came on. So, you know, like... It, it kind of is a little unfair to the other vets 
Uh, I feel like they should have, if you're going to bring in Tori as a vet, love Amanda, but like give me Cara Maria and see if she's going to do all yeah. that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously we're going to see Cara and Maria at All-Star, so maybe she is All-Star level. But like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Cara and Tori are more in the same era than uh, Tori and John A, even though there is like, I think maybe an overlap a season or two, but regardless, it probably, I, I was, I was not here for it. I wasn't here for the, the John A being unfortunate. Like I'm so down for Tori being an elimination. John A yeah. not so much. Yeah. Um, And so we see this game, it's called drop the ball. I thought it was really interesting. There's obviously strategy here because you have balls that are worth more. Mm-hmm. Um, And so to be honest, we saw them both get balls but we mainly saw Tori like really like like drag John A, unfortunately, like put her against the floor, blah, blah. I will say there was this one moment where we saw uh, John A kind of grab her from the back and take her leg and like flip her. I was like, yeah, get her, get her yeah, for me. Get her, ah! <laughs> get her again. Yeah, get her again. Get her again. But that was one of the only times we saw yeah. that. So <laughs> it was just really unfortunate uh, for John A. And we saw. A lot of people were still cheering for her um, and trying to get the balls, but it just wasn't her competition. So she lost to Tori. Uh, the score was 29 to 15, which. Womp womp. Um, Listen, what so... I hate about this is that the balls were worth, the silver balls were worth five points versus one point. So they probably had, I mean, I don't know the math here, but they probably had a similar amount of balls. Why are the balls worth five instead of like, two or three like that's way too much of an advantage for those silver balls in my opinion like we don't need to weigh it that heavily the silver were i three, think by the three. Oh, they were three? they were three okay then yeah. never mind forget it the thing is is that tori didn't need to like slam john a every chance she got i think she just used it as an excuse like at one point we saw, there was like, you don't see it in the edit, but we see a silver ball like fall on the floor. And it's like, why are we just using this as an occasion to just like throw people around? Like, it's not a pull wrestle. The ball, the objective right. is to get the balls in. So if someone's in your way for a ball, okay, drag her. But it just felt like the ball wouldn't even be in someone's hands and someone is already getting knocked like all over the place. I just felt like it was like a little too much. Uh, but that's because I have a bias. You know, if the worlds were reversed, mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't be saying the same thing. No, but I'd, I'd, be cheering. I'd be cheering. So, we um the only I do want to bring up two things because Tiffany had some good DRs here. <laughs> at one point, she goes when Tori and Janae are competing. She goes, "This girl got kids at home. You're about to kill her for a silver <laughs> ball. That much a friend." And I was cracking up when Tiffany said that. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> And then one more, sorry, I have to, because it was really funny. When um, Tiffany, get, we got another Tiffany DR, and she's complaining about how, like, Tori survived. She's like, anyone got any raid? And I was cracking up, because that's really what you need to get rid of Tori. Like, you're going to need some raid to get her up on the show. This is what we need to get her off the show, period. Like, take a season lawyers off. Up. We need to spray this girl. <laughs> yeah, lawyers up. Sorry. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tiffany's one of us. That's all. That's all. Real. What they want, mm. Tiffany? She's one of us. Yeah, she's so, one of us. She's one of us. Reading, and I love a girl who can read. So. Yes. <laughs> so Tori, Tori, they ask her the question, "Do you want to switch teams?" She's like, "Well, they just did John A like that. I see how they treat other women vets." First of all, that whole dialogue, I was like, "Mute!" Like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, please. 
but she now was like, all of a sudden okay. you care about women, Tori, please. She was like, I see how you treat the women vets on their team, so I'm not going to join red team and blue team, strong, whatever. So she joins blue team again. No one was surprised. No one was shocked. No one was moved. Um, and then we get the preview uh, for the season. And these are some points I want to talk about. Uh, the first one being Josh and Cassidy. What? Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead, Josh. I here's the thing. Someone tweeted, um, "Josh really is the new era of Nani because he's in his home wrecking era." I said, "What? No. Why? Oh, I didn't. Is Cassidy in a relationship?" Yes, Cassidy. That's what I saw. I saw. Oh. Was is this why she deleted time. her Twitter? Oh, she that was did. another point I wanted to talk about yes. because oh, the thing is, I don't know what exactly was like her final straw because there must have been one tweet where she was like, enough. But like, I think there was two things happening. One, she's probably getting criticized for just being passive and letting the vets yeah, rock that first episode vote. But then also we see Josh, uh, you know, making out with her and that let's, let's be real. Josh is very controversial. Like he doesn't do much like in retrospect, like he, there have been a lot of people who have been controversial on the challenge for many different reasons. Like uh, answer is Camila. Like there have been problematic, yeah. controversial people who play the challenge. Josh, not so much. Like he's fought with people, like not even really physical. Like he's got arguments with people and people don't like the big brother aspect in the regular uh, flagship shows of the challenge. So, you know, people are not the biggest fans of Josh. And so already the same people who watch the challenge are probably watching the challenge USA or there's somewhat of an overlap. And so he's already not in everyone's best, you know, perspectives. Everyone holds him in high regards. So Cassidy to be making out with Josh while she apparently has a man at home while this was filming. I think the two of them together was a recipe for disaster. So she deleted Twitter. Do you think that to be on the regular challenge, you should be able to have thick skin? Or do you think, you know, maybe sometimes it's too much and it's okay to deactivate Twitter? Listen, these challenge fans are another level. I mean, Survivor fans are bad. Big Brother fans are worse. The challenge fans, I think, are almost worse than Big Brother fans. I don't know. There's something about the challenge fans that, like, if you follow GamerVev, if you see all the retweets and the discourse around what goes on with the challenge, it's like, it's just another level. Maybe not as bad or more toxic than Big Brother fans, because I'm seeing a lot of toxicity towards our friend Hysum and his business and some nasty things that are being said about him behind his back today, if you're watching Big Brother 25. So Big Brother is a special breed, but the challenge is like right there equal and they don't have live feeds to go off of. So it's like literally based on just like an edited show and social media. So I don't know. It gets a little weird sometimes. So yes, I think you need to have thick skin to go on the show. I think you need to know what you're signing up for and like have an understanding. Same with any reality show, an understanding of like what could potentially come from this with the fan base and the toxicity and social media. I think there was a lot from Cassidy's survivor season where i don't know i know javier you didn't watch josie i think you watched right um yeah i i feel like cassie had a lot of fans and maybe things were more positive in her direction because of the way that season ended and the way some people voted and the jury was a little bitter and maybe she was not mentally prepared to go on to the show and face a whole different type of mess on social media than what she got on the on the on survivor so i mean i feel for her i hope 
things are okay. I don't have anything against Cassidy, but um, yeah, I think you do definitely need, it's okay to deactivate. It's always okay to, de to deactivate, um, but you definitely need to know what you're signing up for. Yeah, mm. I fully agree with Katie. Like for any reality TV show, you need to know what you're signing up for. But for me, the challenge in particular is a very particularly messy reality TV show. Like when yes. I saw the challenge versus Big Brother versus Survivor versus Amazing Race, like the reason why I actually like the challenge is because these people will like beef. Like people, will, every season has a fight. Every season mm -hmm. of Survivor or Big Brother doesn't really have a good fight, but every season of the challenge doesn't have someone ready to throw hands or something. So they're they're a bit, you know, because they're from like the real world. And on the real world, these people were ready to throw hands all the time. Oh, yeah. you know? Yep. So I do think if you're going to go on the challenge, you need a, a, like an extra layer than you need for Survivor or Big Brother. Um, so I, I would say that, um, I also think like Katie was saying, like, I didn't watch her season of survivor, but I remember when it aired, everyone was like, Cassie was robbed and everyone was like, Cassie should have won. Cassie should have this, that, and the third. Um, so I definitely think she probably came in thinking, oh, I'm gonna be a fan favorite. And maybe it was also a bit of like a shock. Cause like in episode one, she didn't, uh, her gameplay weird. And then this episode, you know, we saw that. So it probably is a mixture of all of that, but all this is all to say that, yes, especially if you're going to go on the challenge, you need to have like an extra layer of thick skin. I also feel like the challenge specifically, like production is out here leaking things. We have spoiler accounts, like even though, you know, Big Brother, we get the live feeds and we see it all and we can interpret it however, mm. but like the challenge, everything is out there. Like, even though we don't see it, we find out about it one way or another. There's Pink Rose, there's Gamer Vev, there's all these very legendary, I'm using air quotes, in the challenge sphere, uh, spoiler accounts that are always right they have the tea like the second that it happens obviously it's getting leaked from someone internally like it's just like the culture of the challenge runs deep on social media there's like literally message boards shout out to vevmo like uh, dedicated to these mtv reality shows like it's another level of like you know it, it gets down and dirty so if you're not aware of all that like i don't know these cbs people you, you just gotta be careful with what you sign up for i think I, I agree with your sentiments because I think people are forgetting the foundation because Cassidy is coming from Survivor. And now this new era of Survivor is very much like, let's get to know you. Let's get yeah. to know the people, the stores behind the people. And so there's more of like an empathy side of things. And, you know, uh, she she was in the final with Owen and Gabler. And a lot of people think that Gabler is a controversial winner in the sense that like he doesn't deserve the win um that's debatable i think you know what the jury's decision is the jury's decision yeah. i wasn't there on the island i only see the edited stuff and that's not 24 hours of you know the day um and so you know we can have conversations about bitter juries especially in big brother i feel like you know it's so game related but survivor there's a lot of humanity aspect to it that you may not fully get with the big brother experience and so coming from a show like that which is like kind of like cbs's baby out there and going into the challenge where it is like MTV, like down dirty, like the girls cuss, the girls fight, like very much that, like it's different energy. Yes, it's on the CBS show, but this is the legacy of the challenge. Mm -hmm. You have people who have been there, like who have seen physical altercations, you know? Oh, so yeah. I feel like the fandom kind of represents that. And obviously, you know, there's in any situation, there's going to be a spectrum. Of, of fans that you're receiving but i feel like cassidy could for example have gone on twitter and explained why she was okay with the vets like that's something i think a lot of people i mean i i i don't follow cassidy i didn't tweet about cassidy i think uh on twitter so i don't really have any like 
stakes in this particular situation. But I think a lot of people are like, why would you just go with the vets? Like, girl, what? Mm -hmm. Like, you're talking about, you know, because she was talking about taking risks in her introduction package. And it's like, the first thing you do side with the vets, is that really taking risks? You're kind of contradicting yourself, girl. And so I think yeah. Twitter is one of the only platforms where you can say your game. You can turn off the replies. You could mute your notifications. It's easier said than done, obviously. But I'm just saying like, that could have been a platform for explanation. Um, yep. And she's not the first one to cheat on a significant other on the challenge. Hi, Kayla. No. Um, like, there's no, there's like, there's no shade with that. Like, she's not that the Cara. first and she won't be the last. Yeah, Cara as well. So it's like, if, you're, you know, sometimes when you do a decision that's maybe not the best in the public's view, you're going to get that backlash, especially from the fandom that you're subscribing to on the show. So I, I do think protect your peace at all costs, but I wish she would have utilized it in a better way. Cause she was like, you know what? To those who gave me love, like you know who you are and i'm gonna dip now and i get it but like do you think are you like i the reaction itself isn't really a shocker it's not like she did nothing and people are just coming for her mm -hmm. i still think yeah. you know these these are people after all but it's like this is a time to explain this is your time to explain and maybe the episode will air and we'll get a little instagram story that i'll see on twitter but like come on girl like like just be prepared i feel like oh sorry go ahead no i just feel like if you go on the challenge you should be prepared and i feel like the vets should uh warn people about that yeah one thing i, I was just gonna not to give Alyssa lopez too too many um shout outs here but <laughs> I, I will say last season she was getting a lot of hate for you know the revenge against the cookout and her feud mm -hmm. with shan and just like everything going on and she took it with stride she was like changing her twitter picture to like megamind or something she was like rolling with it and having fun with it and that's kind of just like what you need to do i think in these types of situations and let it blow over instead of just like you know deactivate if you need to take care of your mental health obviously i'm not gonna hate cassidy for that but i think like let's just realize that this is just a show and these are just some unhinged fans and like in a couple of weeks they're gonna forget about it all and that's it just keep it moving there's so there's so many characters and there's so many things i'm, I'm assuming yes. will go down like mm -hmm. it's it's the first two episodes like i'm sure you can make your return if you feel comfortable doing so because i don't think no shade. I don't know the spoilers, but I don't think she's going to be the pillar of this season, the challenge. She was on the poster, but I don't think she's not the one I'm really counting on to provide anything. I, when I'm looking for providing, I'm looking at Tiffany. I'm looking at Michaela. I'm looking at Desi. I'm looking at um, Amanda. Like These are the people I'm turning towards. Cassidy, quite frankly, not really. Mm -hmm. Um. I, you know, she it, she could have been any, like, there could have been any Survivor person on the show, if you think yeah. about it, and it was Cassidy, and I just feel like, okay, like, I feel really neutral about her, Yeah. so, with Same. that, um, there's other things in the trailer, we saw Tiffany yell in the trailer, I said, who, who is crossing Tiffany, I, I was like, who's doing it? Mm -hmm. I hope it's not Alyssa Lopez again because I can't go Ugh. through this the second season. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot for the life of me go through this again. Um, and so you know, we saw some makeouts again. We saw the Tyler and Alyssa makeout. Um, we saw some eliminations. Is there anything that you're excited for uh, for the rest of the season moving forward? Now that we know the format 
and how the game is done. I'm always excited just to see whatever twist I'm eventually going to complain about with this show come to light. I mean, you think Big Brother has bad <laughs> twists? Watch the challenge. Um, every season, they throw something at us that just doesn't make any sense. So I'm sure it's going to happen here. I'm excited to see, like, okay, what happens with these teams? How long are we going to last? Is, when is it going to become an individual game? Is it going to become pairs? Like, what are we going to get ourselves into here? Um, I haven't read any of the format spoilers at all so i really don't know what's coming um so i'm interested to see what they're going to give us and i'm excited to see some of these people that we haven't seen before compete and just like see you know what kind of drama they bring i don't want to see tyler get into another showmance but like this one's kind of interesting to me in the sense that like i can't wait to make fun of it on this podcast so For i'm real. i'm ready i'm here <laughs> i'm here yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for the season as well. I'm excited to see more um, more of the gameplay, honestly. I hope that we get more of the gameplay that we saw in episode two moving forward. Um, in regards to Katie saying the Tyler and Alyssa showmans, I just want to say, like, <laughs> I called Alyssa showmans bait before, and I think that's why she's on the challenge. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's going to be the storyline? Because I was watching, I'm like, what's going to be Alyssa's storyline? And we found it. That's I'm gonna say on that topic out of Alyssa and Tyler. Um, I'm excited to see who they didn't show did they show Fessy being messy? Every season Fessy's hooking up with somebody. I don't know if they show I think Fessy has a girl. Somebody said who said he has Wes, a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. Who's uh, not uh, like a real life girlfriend. On TV. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no more victims on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Child, until he is married, you can't say that. No. And then, leave it at that. We have we some cheating scandal in this season. Exactly. Time. You never know. Look you at Tony. Look so at we'll Tony. I mean, ooh. Ooh. You got in the gag from there. Yeah. Yeah. You so, know, yeah. Fessy this season, or Fessel so far, has like, I don't know, has he said a word? No, in either it's episode? been shocking. No. I, it's just like one shot shocking. panning to him like laying on a bed, and or he'll like be in the background, but I haven't heard him speak at all, I feel like. Very weird. I'm okay with it. There's only been references to Fessy's ego, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. take without what you will. Anything else, Javier? You're excited for? Um, no, just give me more strategy. Actually, one more thing. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how the vets adapt. I know, mm -hmm. like I said, I, I'm a big West fan. West is a gamer. I'm hoping to see him adapt to this CBS. All the CBS coming after him. Um, I know Bananas a very polarizing character, but I also feel like Bananas is really good at the challenge. So I'm excited to see how Wes and Bananas in particular, you know, try to maneuver this game. And I hope that we get some kind of good gameplay from them because I do think that they know how to work. At least, I don't know if they would be good on other reality TV shows, but in terms of the challenge, like the politicking of the challenge, they're really good. And I hope to see some good gameplay from Wes and Bananas in regards to the vets. So. Yes, I totally agree with you there. As much as I don't like Bananas as a person, sometimes he does give a lot to this show, so I'm excited to see what him and Wes can come up with. And Amanda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, I think the women so far are carrying the strategy, which yes. is not surprising to me. And mm -hmm. so I'm excited to see how this uh, navigates forward core because uh, specifically the people Tiffany are working for, not all of them can make it to the final. There's usually three or four people, uh, sets of people who are there. Um, and so I do think when they start picking at each other or when they start picking at each other will be interesting to see. Uh, I saw Chanel um, on Twitter just tweet out like something about like she doesn't understand why Michaela was giving um, Johnny credit for her being able to make it through or something. 
Um, and so I'm interesting if that has anything to do with her. That was just a one-off. I personally think that when she did that, it was just for gameplay purposes to make yeah, Wes realize less, that they're not yeah. budging. So mm -hmm. I hope that's what it is. And I hope there's not actual like tension between them. And I'm excited to see the fights. I want the fights. I want someone to get into it with Tori. Um, and honestly, if anyone tries Michaela, I'll be sad. Because one thing about her, she'll read. I will never oh, forget yeah. her flipping her hair on Survivor with that cup of water. Like, that to me is iconic. It will always be one of my favorite moments in Survivor history. And she, I know she knows how to give it. And she's not going to be passive. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see if anyone tries her. Because they did last time. And, you know, she was peaceful with it. She was in her peaceful era. But I don't think that'll be the case this season. Yeah. Um, Natalie put a comment that said, I'm not excited about Tori and Sebastian. First of all, boo, tomato, yes. tomato, wow. tomato. Like, we, didn't about even, that at all. we literally did not even mention it. That wow. just shows how excited we are about it. Because yeah. <laughs> we did not even mention it. Right over my head. Mm -hmm. No, I just find it so awkward. Like, Tori will always come on the challenge and, like, flirt with someone and it's not going to last long. Like, Fessel's is right there. Like, let's be serious. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not here for it. Um, Sebastian to me is quite boring. I'm sorry. The Survivor people they brought on this season, aside from Chanel, like the newer ones, that excludes yeah. Michaela, like they're not giving me anything. Sebastian and Cassie, like I'm very neutral, like very neutral. Like they didn't I'm do anything. See what in their Chris season. Underwood can do if he stays in the game because like we got like very limited Chris Underwood in Survivor. So like mm -hmm. let's see what he actually can do when he plays the game. Mm -hmm, instead of like mm -hmm. being on an island but like we'll see i don't know how long he is gonna be with us who knows but um he i'm not like out on yet but the rest of them yeah like okay sebastian but, like are you gonna win it's giving furniture to me that's the thing yeah, so yeah. whatever people are giving furniture very a la casey uh so Oof. to me it's like okay and like to me if you're gonna be on the challenge you may not be the best competitor but if you got personality and some oomph like you're immediately, you're your star, your star, your mm -hmm. shining star. And these survivor people, I think they could be good competitors physically. But once again, I'm not watching the challenge for it to be the fifth sport. I'm here for the mess. Yeah. So I'm well, here for Sebastian the MCD and Tori will probably give us mess. Are they though? Mm -hmm. I feel like Sebastian will get his heart hurt. <laughs> I think I so just... too. I think so. With too. peace and love, with peace and love, it's giving very Wonder Bread. And if and if Sebastian gets into it with anyone, it'll be toasted Wonder Bread, not giving much, a little heated, but nothing else. So yeah. with that, um, thank you guys so much for listening and watching us. Uh, we had a blast talking about the challenge. We will be back next week, uh, same day on Monday. Even though the CBS programming with the challenge will alternate with thursdays and sundays for the first three weeks and then just stay on thursdays we will always be here on mondays uh so with that uh katie let us yes. know what you're doing give us all your plugs yes um you can follow me on twitter at real some katie you can follow me on twitch at twitch.tv slash real some katie with an underscore at the end um been playing some games over there took a little bit of time off again just because there's been so much podcasting happening um that i haven't had a ton of time also like you know i have a job um so but i'll be back there soon uh so you can follow me there um you can also hear me we'll be back this week carrie and i talking all things bravo on pod what happens live uh and you can hear me with josie and occasionally javier 
Nair and Isaiah on the Bounce Checks podcast where we're talking all things Big Brother 25 and this cast is giving us a lot of things to talk about so I missed last Friday I was away but I am back now and I can't wait to talk about all of the mess and all of the things that are happening in this house they're not letting us sleep so um yeah that's that's it I mean plenty plenty going on plenty of podcasts happening um so I'm here yes okay Javier what about you so um, everyone, you can find me at underscore the Starboy on Twitter. I'm tweeting a lot about Big Brother, a lot about um, the challenge. I've already had some Amira stands in my mentions. <laughs> and I didn't even say anything that bad. So we'll see who else comes up in my mentions. <laughs> Stop it. Um, catch me. Um, I'll definitely <laughs> be back on Bounce Checks. I'll hopefully be back on TJ Hates Quitters. Yes. Um, because I love talking about my favorite shows. Um, wait, actually, before we go, can I ask one quick question? One quick question. I, I like to ask yes. this, who do we think is going to win the challenge? Like very quickly, do you guys have any feelings, male and female, who are going to win the challenge? Um, we talked about it a bit in our, uh, cast review, but we didn't know the format. Mm, um, so, you know, I think we're going to get a survivor women winner mm -hmm. and then for the men, probably a vet-ish. Like, either, like, vets who came in as in the six, or, or these, like, CBS vets, like a Josh, a Vessel, something along those lines. But to be determined. This is my hypothesis. Yes, after very early, yeah. This can change every week, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think we talked when we said last week, who were we rooting for Josie? I think we said Desi for the women, right? We were hoping for her. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, I would also love to see Michaela win or at least get to the final. Uh, and I'm, my eggs are in Josh's basket. This is Josh Martinez's season and I'm here for it. Let's go, Josh. Let's get that second win and then we'll get you on Survivor and get all the Survivor girlies upset the same way you have all the <laughs> big brother girlies upset and the challenge girlies. Let's move it on to Survivor and then you can win that too. No, I that mean, a... you guys pretty much my, who I think I'm, I think this is going to be Desi season. Um, I think Desi has a very good chance to win and I'm stuck between Wes and Josh. I think one of those two are going to be the male winners. So I'm very excited mm. to see what happens. I think Josh is getting a good edit. He's getting a very master. I think so too. You know, I, so. I, I think Josh either wins or gets robbed. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. I know somehow, you know, yeah, so. for we'll sure. See. Well, we'll see. It's it's pending. Um, but with that, uh, you guys can check out Silent Podcast on our various platforms, y'all. Um, we have Instagram, we have Twitter at Silent underscore Podcasts with an S. Never forget the S. Then we're also on Twitch and TikTok at Silent Podcasts without any uh, underscores, just straightforward. And we're obviously on YouTube. And you guys can listen to us on any audio platform. Give us an uh, Spotify. Give us an Apple podcast. We're there. Give us a listen. Um, if you are watching at a later date, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on audio platform, rate us five stars. Nothing less than five. If this episode wasn't giving you five stars, which, okay, to each their own, we have <laughs> many episodes that could give you five stars. So wait and listen to an episode that gives you five-star energy and give it that um, it has been a pleasure to host. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all social media platforms that matter at JoseanXNM. Yes, I am hosting this obviously every Monday, but I also do host 
uh, or co-host with uh, Katie and Isaiah, the Bounce Checks crew. We do weekly recaps. We also do feed bites. And me and Katie are possibly going to be on on Wednesday. Or so tune into that because a lot happened. Uh, during this week, I won't give any spoilers. So that'll be reserved for the feed bites. Um, and I am on silent podcast where everyone, anyone wants me. So, you know, you can keep up to date with my Twitter. Uh, I'm also launching my YouTube channel. Uh, I will be covering reality TV shows uh, singularly. The first video that will be up uh, for my series will be uh, Deep Fake Love. Get into it. Spanish reality TV is it, y'all. Like, don't sleep. The, the Spanish... They got the tea locked down. So I'll be talking about that on YouTube. Um, but with that, thank you guys so much for watching. We love and appreciate y'all. And until next time, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Ooh, yes. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.